This is Howard Anderson, news editor at Information Security Media Group, and today we're talking to Prakash Panjwani, who's uh, Senior Vice President at SafeNet. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Howard. We want to talk a little bit about uh, one of the missing links in the whole realm of encryption, that's the whole management of encryption issue. Explain that to us. Absolutely. I think what we're seeing is that as the our customers and prospects are realizing that there are breaches happening out there. They're getting more prepared for how to handle the breach rather than worrying about how the breach actually happens because actually preventing the breach is a very tough thing to do. And to actually protect yourself from the breach, the best way to do it is to actually encrypt all the sensitive data that you are worried about. And what that means is that it's no longer just about encrypting one thing, whether it's one field, one column, one credit card information. They have to think about how they can scale the encryption multiple form factors and, and where the data sits. And what that leads to is a, a bigger challenge of actually how do you manage it? Because if you're going to encrypt more and more information, the problem shifts from encryption to actually crypto management. And that means how do you manage the keys? How are they provisioned? Where are they stored? Are they in hardware? Are they in software? Based on each type of encryption, what's the, the strength of the encryption? So all those things is what we call crypto management. And if they, when they're starting over, it's better to start with building out that infrastructure first. And then you can add more and more encryption endpoints along the way. So what steps have people historically been skipping or neglecting? So historically, they have been very uh, limited scope driven. So what happens is if you have one use case, they'll go out and say, okay, I want to encrypt a file or, or some file servers. And they set up a solution in a way that it works for a certain use case, for a certain scope, so to speak, of how many things they can encrypt. As that problem gets worse and they want to encrypt more and more information, they realize they don't have the scale inside, but they're not managing even the basic encryption the right way. For example, keys are not protected. Sometimes they're just in software. So the hackers, even though you're happy the data is encrypted, you have made it very easy for somebody to get the actual uh, keys to the kingdom because the keys themselves are so weak. And they've uh, over the time they realize that that's not the way they can actually scale a large scale solution in the first place. So, so that's kind of what has changed. And I think it's more happening, and those are steps they missed in the past because honestly they weren't looking at encryption as a critical part of the security infrastructure. To them it was just one function they had to implement. And their focus was on perimeter uh, rather than on the, on the data itself. So how, how is all the uh, publicity about major breaches, uh, especially in healthcare and in retail, affected awareness in general and affected people's, I don't know, a motivation to act? Yeah. I think two things have happened because of the breaches. I think, first of all, it's gone from an issue about just compliance to brand protection. And that's a much dramatic impact on the, on the retail and the healthcare industry. And the reason is that it's no longer, you know, your compliance officer just worrying about security issues, suddenly the CEOs worried about security issues. So that just changes the approach and the budgeting and how they think about it, how they want to deploy it, because it's it's no longer just regulatory compliance they're worried about. The second part, I think, that's, that's also changed, and this is more mature, uh, you know, CISOs are kind of getting there as well, that they've kind of realized that preventing the breach is just a tough thing to do, because you can deploy a lot of things on the perimeter to control access. But they've kind of realized over time that they really need to be better prepared for when the breach happens, what they do, what do they do with it. And if you look at some of the latest ones, um, in some of the cases, 
you know, even the target, a good example, a lot of threat confirmation, obviously, it's a very large-scale breach, but some of the pins were at least encrypted, right? And so you can try to minimize the impact of some of those breaches if you're better prepared for it. And that, that level of awareness is also much higher now. Well, very good. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Howard. We've been talking to Prakash Panjwani of SafeNet. This is Howard Anderson of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for uh, listening today.